Hello everyone, this is Thomas and Christine Erdos. And you're listening to Love's Fire. Welcome to another episode of Love's Fire. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing, it's just the, the intro after the intro is always funny to me. Oh. Alright, so we're going to continue talking about David and how he touched the heart of God and why what made David so special, and what we can learn from that, and how that can inspire us to also touch the heart of God. Because if David could do it, so can we, by his spirit and grace. Uh, David was not a perfect man. We all know that. If you've read the Bible or grown up in church or whatever. Um, And so, and yet, he touched the heart of God. He's the most mentioned... uh, person in the Bible after Jesus himself. So obviously, uh, he is valued by God. He's important to God. And so let's let's look at that. So last episode, we talked about Psalm 27. And so uh, now we're going to talk about Psalm 132, which is another psalm. Um, actually, I think not... Um, not by David. Oh, funny. <laughs> I think last episode I accidentally said it was, it was by David, but it's not by David. It was about David. Um, Close. Some people say it was um, Solomon, King Solomon, his son, that mm. wrote it, but it doesn't actually tell us who wrote it in the Bible, but um, it's about David. So it says, Lord, remember David and all his afflictions, how he swore to the Lord and bowed to the mighty one of Jacob. Surely. I will go into the chamber of my house. I, char- I will not go into the chamber of my house. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Watching out for the people and for me. Okay. <laughs> it would just be the complete opposite yes, of what complete <laughs> opposite. So, and some people say this this was like read or prayed out at the um, inauguration of the temple that mm. Solomon built. But this is, again, giving us a key to the heart of David and therefore to the heart of God. Yeah. Surely I will not go into the chamber of my house or go up to the comfort of my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. Like, how amazing is that? Like, that's yeah. really strong language. Right. And... um but that's how strongly David felt about a place for the Lord. And he was thinking of a physical place. But now that we are his, the temple of the Holy Spirit, now we have to interpret this to us. Of is our, our lives, both individually and as his body, yeah. are they providing a place for him? Yeah. And what is that? I'm just keep reading and then we'll go into that. Behold, we heard of it, the, the ark, in Ephrathah. We found it in the fields of the woods. Let us go into his tabernacle. Let us worship at his footstool. Arise, O Lord, to your resting place, you and the ark of your strength. Let your priests be clothed with right, righteousness, and let your s- saints shout for joy. And so, this is like the heart of David, and this is part of what mo- so moved God. And... And we can see this again in, in, in the actual story of, of David um, wanting to build a house for God. Yeah. Um, of like David 
you know, told the prophet Nathan, like, hey, I want to build, like, I have this house of cedar, but why is God in a tent? Yeah. You know, and even that was an amazing sign of his heart for God because David built that tent on his own. Uh, Like, that wasn't a requirement of the law. That was his heart to see God worship 24-7. He built the tabernacle of David, as it's often Mm -hmm. called, where he personally, out of his own money, employed musicians and singers to worship the Lord 24-7. And he's like, but that's not good enough. Like, I'm living in this amazing, beautiful house and God's in a tent. Like, we need to change that. And then God comes back and says, like, no, you're not going to build me a house. I'm going to build you a house. Yeah. And that's just... And so... Yeah, that's an amazing chapter, amazing passage. Maybe we'll get into it in one of the episodes, but um, if not, read it on your own time. It's just, again, shows us that this is one of the keys to David's heart, of how he moved God's heart, that God, that he was so, uni- his heart was so united with the Lord's, even before the new covenant, that he... Um, It's like the more you, um, you, the closer you are to someone, the more you, the more the more you share your heart with them, the more they share your heart with you. And it's like, it's like he was so close to the Lord that he found things in the Lord's heart that the Lord had never even asked for or articulated to anyone, which is what God responds to him with. And um, like, wow, it's just so amazing. Yeah. And, and again, this is how do we provide a resting place for the Lord? Well, he inhabits the praises of his people. You know, David was a worshiper. Yeah. And it's in his worship that he drew near to the Lord and also found his strength. Yeah. And then the Lord proved himself strong through that. Yeah. Um, you know, tying it into the New Testament. Um you know, we are to worship and God is after people that will worship him in spirit and truth. And so if you can take one takeaway from this, like let our lives be worship unto the Lord and let us make time, let us carve out time to worship the Lord every day. Um, with everything we do, but then also the, the secret place of worshiping the Lord in secret um, through, you know, song, through prayer, uh, uh, you know, you know. There's lots of different ways to worship Him. Uh, you know, connecting with the Lord. Let's uh, let's in- connect with the Lord every day. I think that's the main takeaway yeah. um, that I, I I pull out of this. Yeah, yeah. Friendship. I see. I just I see friendship with God in David's life and an invitation for us that we can be that close to God that we could actually understand His heart. And, like, come up with these God-breathed ideas that God hadn't even said he wanted yet. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. So, May, thank you, Father, for you've given us your heart. So thank you, Father, for us being, our minds being renewed to walk out your heart. That um, we thank you that you delight in us. So may we, may we give you the desires of our heart. Yeah. 
And I thank you, Father, that as we delight in you, you also give us the desires of our heart, which is you and with you. Yeah. Um, you don't withhold anything good. So we thank you, Father. You're better than anything this world could offer. You're exceedingly great reward, our portion, our prize. Yeah. So we thank you for your clear perspective to behold your beauty. Yeah. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, bless y'all. See you next time.